check, check, white check. Show presented by Empire on ColpMX.com, taking your calls and looking ahead to the races with your host, Steve Mathis. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show presented by NFAB is coming at you April 16th, 2015, 12 o'clock Pacific, 12.02 to be precise, 12.02 Pacific. Let's talk a little Santa Clara Supercross, shall we? Let's talk a little bit about uh, the Supercross series in general. Three rounds left. Santa Clara, New York, Las Vegas, and it's on to the outdoors. Thank God. I don't know if you've noticed, but there's not a whole lot going on right now. Uh, Fly Race and Moto 60 Show presented by Infab. Have you heard about the Fly Race in Sector Boot? Seven Deuce Deuce wears it. Torsion control system, slip-on inner booty, positive latch aluminum buckles, Four thirty nine ninety five. This is Fly Racing's entry into the premium off-road boot segment. It's packed with all the features and tech you've come to expect from every Fly Racing product. Key features include sectors, torsion control, protection system, the buckles, the booty, and uh, you'll see a lot of top, top guys wearing this thing going forward from here. They've been killing it with that, and uh, we thank Fly Racing for coming on the show. We're, we are giving away a set of Fly Racing Kinetic Rockstar branded gear on the show today, so all we're going to have to do is just take a random caller. Oh, yeah, the calls, 702-586-7857. Give us a call here and uh, let us know what's going on in your mind. I was hoping we would get some big news today before the show, but we did not, so I'll have to hang tight. I predict something big coming down the pike. Really hoping we could get it beforehand. But uh, also, NFAB, dress up your Jeep, truck, or SUV with the hottest-looking, hardest-working accessories from NFAB. To learn more about NFAB products, visit n-fab.com, light mounting solutions, step systems, bumpers, and more. Check out NFAB uh, and uh, those guys. Um, they've been killing it as well with the JGR, Auto Trader, NFAB team with Pike, Barsha, and Nicoletti. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, thanks to those guys. Giving away two tickets to Santa Clara, courtesy of the folks at NFAB. So uh, we'll give those away to somebody who uh, desperately wants them, needs them, asks a good question, or we just feel nice or whatever. Jason Wygant, Jason Thomas, coming on the show, 702-586-PULP. Oh, yeah, I'm Steve Mathis, producing the show, holding down the four over there in the corner. Uh, he would not have enjoyed the last Pulp show. It was five and a half hours long. He would have uh, been very upset. The Tits Legendary. Every week when I'm downloading the new show, I look and I think, I'm glad I wasn't there that night. Every single week, especially this last one. Five and a half hours is insane. We're not going to do those anymore. We're, <laughs> really? we're, we're, it's too long. I've heard that before. Yes, I know. It's insane that I sit down and I think to myself, ah, oh, we're going to keep it short today. And we <laughs> never do. So I'm, I, I really need to get that thing under five hours. You need better producing is what it is. <laughs> 
Well, I don't know if that has anything to do with it. 702-586-757. Giving away a set of tickets to Santa Clara, courtesy NFAB. Giving away a set of Fly Kinetic race gear. Uh, Rockstar gear, I should say. Uh, from those folks at uh, at the, at the uh, folks at Fly Racing. So we thank you guys. Let's take your call. 702-586-757. What do you want to talk about? Cole Seeley winning his uh, 450 Supercross race in uh, his debut rookie year. That's pretty pretty awesome. Uh, Eli Tomac. Coming in, Ryan Dungey. What about Barcher's return? What do you guys think of that? Will Ken Roxon race this weekend? We we don't know. James Stewart's appeal. Supposed to hear yesterday. Never heard anything, so I don't know. We'll get to maybe ask Wygant about that and uh, see if he's is uh, if the appeal worked. If he's able to race outdoors, Jason Thomas seems to think he will be able to. I I I can't go either way. Clearly, I was wrong about the suspension in general because I really thought that uh, he wouldn't get any time, and I was. Far off of that, so uh, maybe don't go by my my guess for the appeal. So, for once, our sport actually penalized somebody and actually made somebody pay a price. It was pretty amazing. Um, hey, taking a look at the Santa Clara track too. It's pretty uh, pretty different, pretty weird, pretty strange. Another backwards kind of thing, and uh, you know, definitely it seems a little um, seems a little different, which is good. They did that in Houston this past week, and I'm not sure that it worked or not. Uh, lap times were really short, especially before they added a couple of walls and it steepened up a couple of jumps. I really just think they kind of ran out of dirt in Houston. But they're trying something different again uh, this weekend. Jason Thomas looked at it pretty closely. We'll ask him about it. But you're going up the start. You are going, uh, making a left, uh, crossing over a lane, making a left, doing the normal thing. And then you are going, uh, using a little part at the end of that lane, a little left-hand turn, only once it looks like. And then you go back across the start. And you continue to do your your normal lap. So your this this turn is only used once. It's kind of interesting, and um, you know, see how that works, I guess, and and see how the first turn might set up with with guys making a different lane because there is that lane you use one time, um, only uh, only use the lane one time, and uh, yeah, it could could turn out to be a little different. Could turn out to be a little weird. I don't know if Houston worked or not. I applaud the difference, uh, the different trying to do something different, but. I don't know. Also, too, the Grand Prix pick up this this this, this next weekend. Uh, Ryan Villapoto back in action this weekend. Um, so we'll see if uh, he can improve on his early season rides and see if he starts getting a little more comfy. So that's going to be interesting to to, uh, to look at. So uh, yeah, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Just give us a call and uh, talk talk some Supercross. Coming up right now with uh, Jason Wygant of RacerXOnline.com to uh, kind of cover this weekend's race and maybe the series in general. The enthusiasm for the race, though, Ryan Dungey clinched his second 450 Supercross title this past weekend, and Cooper Webb clinched his first, so we got no titles on the line, which I guess we haven't really had for a while because these guys have had big points leads. Interesting, though, Ryan Dungey set a AMA Supercross record with the longest amount of time between two titles. Four years, 2010, 2015, uh, four years in between titles, which is uh, pretty amazing when you think about it, that our sport has never been able to do that. Kind of indicates the short lifespan of our sport and how difficult it is to, uh, to to get on top and stay on top. And, you know, I mean, basically RV won titles four years in a row, but uh, to lose one and uh, then get it back, um, never been done as long as Ryan Dungey's doing it. So that's pretty good. I think that's uh, that should say something for Ryan Dungey. And, and regardless, I mean... We talked a little bit about um, on our uh, on our three on three on Racer X uh, whether you can discount the, uh, the Ryan Dungey title because no Ryan Villapoto there and I, I just don't think you can I just I just I'm not down with that. 
Fly Race and Moto 60 Show presented by Infab. Let's get to our first guest of the uh, of the day, Jason Wygant. What's up, Weege? Can I address the uh, Villapoto absence Dungey title thing? Can yeah. I get right into that. Yeah. Here's here's I think the missing element. You can't just assume that Villapoto would have been there and would have won because Villapoto himself has pretty much decided the work I had to put in to defend that title and the pressure that came with it, I didn't want to deal with it anymore. He voluntarily handed over the belt. Mm -hmm. So once you do that, I mean, that's a huge part of the game, right? You have to be motivated. You have to be willing to put in the work. You have to be willing to make the sacrifice and deal with the pressure. He said he did not want to do that. He could have raised Supercross this year. Come on. I know they're going to claim that there was a knee injury, but we all know that if he was chomping at the bit, he could have made it to Anaheim 1. So he said, essentially... I am not willing to do what it takes to win this title anymore. So, at that point, you have to give Dungey credit for still doing what it takes to win the title. He did beat him straight up. Filippoto didn't race. He beat him straight up. Yeah, he wasn't no. Even hurt. I mean, look, yeah. it's great for the bench racers and fans. You can talk about that all you want, but you can't write that. You can't officially say that. You can't no. really say that and 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 you know and and know in your heart that it would be true. Because yeah, exactly right. Um, you know what he I think? didn't. If, if Filippoto had a broken leg. You know, like, you know, St. Louis, hey, broke his leg. We'll never know how that would have worked 2010. But he chose not to race. You can't give him any credit after that. Yeah. He chose not to defend the right. title. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly mm-hmm. it. What about mm-hmm. um, what about Ryan Dungey and the uh, four years in between titles, now setting a new record? What does that say for Dunge, or what does that say for our sport that nobody's won a title four years, uh, been got that long between two titles? Well, it says a lot about Dunge, and it goes back to this point I'm making, which is you just can't take for granted the effort and desire and how hard that is to bring that year after year. You have to give Dungey credit for being prepared every season and still having the desire. Most people don't. I mean, this basically 2010 to 2015, that's five calendar years that the guy has just been grinding as hard as he can. And it's been proven now that very, very few people can even mentally be at that level, you know, still want it bad enough. And, I mean, Dungey's not winning these titles on talent. I mean, he's a yeah. hard worker as anybody. And he's been as hard a worker as anyone every single day for five years. Like, you have to give him huge credit for that. Villapoto, yep. again, said, I don't want to do this kind of work anymore. Right. I'm done. Yeah. So that's huge. As far as the sport, you know what's actually getting better, though? Um, I mean, you go to the 80s, dude. It was like two years after you won the Super Bowl title, you're retired. At oh. least guys like Stewart and Reed, who date back even further than Dungey, are still, well, supposed to be racing if they're not suspended. But <laughs> the sport's gotten better as far as older guys. Yeah. Oh, Barnett, 26 years old, done. Stanton, 26, done. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It, yep. it, it, was, it, it was amazing back then how it happened. and. These guys just quit. They just yeah. walked away. I, uh, in my podcast yep. with Stu uh, that I did on RacerX Online, he said he was 29. And I just yeah. – I was like, holy crap. I like, I, I know. I, I forgot. Like that – yeah. 29 for Stu. Who knew? You know? So Yeah. And, hey, if you go back and watch the movie Winners Take All, which is 1986. I know this is a bad reference to use, but it just made sense. The old man, Bad Billy Robinson, was 24. And the yeah. storyline at that point was, how long can you keep this going at 24? But I have to admit, right. in 1986, 24 was old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said, you're an old man. You're the, <laughs> 24. It <was. laughs> but it was. Like I you know. said, you, you no. go through the list of all those 80s guys. So 29 now, 
Yeah, he's got some years left in him. 29, no problem. I'm with you. Uh, Fly Racing Moto 60 show, giving away a set of kinetic gear and a couple tickets to Santa Clara. You're not going to Santa Clara, right? Or you are you are now? Or what's what's the deal? No, uh, that was uh, we we leave the NorCal one to our guy Aaron. Okay, that was the plan all along. Oh, all yep. right. I, well, I thought Oakland you were you, you were maybe yep. going to go to Italy, so I didn't know if you were. What were you supposed to do? So yeah, I was in and I was out. Now Dave is going to uh, Italy. Yeah, and I feel like if anyone in race is going to get the free pass to go to Italy for a GP. It should be him. Yeah, absolutely, right? No, no doubt about yeah. it. Hey, um, yeah. uh, James Stewart's appeal. Now, I heard it from somebody there at Racer X, not you, but that it was going to be announced and videoed and everything yesterday. Do you know what's going on with yeah, that? Yeah, I heard April 15th. Uh, I heard April 15th also. I should I should put in a call to the Suzuki guys because I'm pretty sure the two weeks thing is two weeks out of St. Louis. I mean, I talked to them at St. Louis for two weeks out. Yeah, April 15th is what I heard. So your taxes are going to be due and yeah. the verdict. But – Honestly, this whole stew thing, I mean, are you taking any of these dates seriously? No. Now it's gone so far. No, uh, Tits and I were just joking about, yeah, like, like hey, it's supposed to be April 15th. It didn't come out. Oh, wow. Shocker. Not. Shocker. Yeah. Yeah, shocker. Um, yeah. Why, uh, JT's been on, on the record many times on, on these shows as saying that he thinks Stu will be on the line at Hangtown. What do you think? Uh, no, I, I wouldn't. I'm not going to count on that. I mean, obviously, there's an appeal. Anything could happen. But if you want me to vote. Or, or bet, uh, I'm going to bet that it doesn't change just because, as you even said in your podcast, like he feels he has a valid case to get the, su- the suspension reduced, but he felt he had a valid case in the first place. Yeah. The people were even being nice to them, and then they slapped them hard. So yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to vote for uh, it It won't uh, change. And I have yeah. heard, actually, one thing that is, you never hear much about the internal mechanisms here, but one thing that has come out of this, I believe there's a lot more um, consistency between WADA, USADA, FIM, AMA, PRO, and how this works. I don't think you'll see these weirdo discrepancies with the Nationals and Supercross and drug testing results anymore. I think gotten on the same page. For, for example, what I've heard is the provisional suspension, which AMA, PRO, and MX Sports and the Nationals could not um, enforce. Mm-hmm. He was provisionally suspended, but yeah. they were not allowed to stop him from racing. Right. That would not be the case anymore. They now have to uh, honor provisional suspension. So one thing that has come out of this, I think you're going to see a little less mix-up of the alphabet soup. Now, you could still say, hey, that's not right that the FIM is suspending the guy from racing motocross and supercross in America. You could still have a problem with that. But it will be much more consistent um, across the board uh, from here on out. Well, which which we need. We need it. it uh, we're such a oh, joke yeah. sometimes. Like, you know, it's just right. it's such a ridiculous thing. And James was... Provisionally suspended, but MX Sports uses uh, USADA, and there's what? Like, come on, fans don't. We don't need that. Fans don't need that. Our sport doesn't need it, and there needs to be clarification. Absolutely. So, yeah, so, because you know what's what's crazy is, the, believe it or not, it's still at the heart of all this. Is deep down inside, even James Stewart technically has the same old AMA card that you and I do, and everybody you know that yeah. races locally that's yeah. on the going to call this show. So the AMA technically. All they got to do is just rip that card away, just cancel his membership, or suspend that membership, and then that prevents him from racing either thing. And he will have to be the AMA member for either series. And he won't get a magazine. Yeah. Right? That's right. And he won't get 5% off like LoJack for his Harley. Do you think, do you think <laughs> Stu waits for that magazine in the mailbox and then just, you know, checks it out? i be worried. Please don't suspend the membership. <laughs> I need the magazine, man. Um, right. Uh, so yeah, we'll wait. We'll wait and see on that. I don't know um, what uh, 
where JT gets his info from, but uh, maybe he knows something we don't. Hey, um, Dunge, uh, one of the things announced in Santa Clara, or in, um, sorry, Houston, was Dunge signed for two more years. I think, I think that's yeah. it for Dunge. I think uh, after that two years, he'll, he'll check out. What do you think? I think it's yeah. I think he almost has to because the problem is when you've had the success he has had. I mean, he's pretty much been a front-running guy since the day he turned pro, or darn close. Um, I think it's a situation that Villapoto found himself in. Just like I said, you give Dungey credit for hanging in there a little longer, mm-hmm. but you either have to go all in, all out, or just don't do it. I mean, Dungey's not going to want to all of a sudden just be a seventh to eighth place guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But. The amount of work and risk you have to put in to continue to be the first-place guy to infinity forever and ever is tough. So I could see if he's still, you know, two years from now, he has two more really good seasons. I guess mm-hmm. it would be almost three, two and a half really good seasons. Yep. It would almost make more sense to me to get out, although I'm not sure. Dunge seems like such an athlete, such a fit guy. you, you got to imagine that you'll see him poking around doing something else. Like, I don't think he, – he trains because he wants to, not because he has to. So yeah, but I don't – Interesting to see. I don't think he likes mm-hmm. – I don't think he likes the limelight, the spotlight. He's not in this. No. He doesn't – he's not comfortable in it. He's not in it nope. for that kind of stuff. So I could see him just taking his uh, his, his his life and, and, and going away, you know? Yep, just going to Minnesota. Yeah. yeah just or, gonna, I'm going to Minnesota. He's not going to run a team. No. He's not going to no. be a riding coach. Yeah, I don't think so. Anyway, um, I don't. I don't see him doing that. Because I've talked to to Reed about this a lot, um, and he says he has a lot of respect for people who are able to really pull the plug. Because he admits he can't do it himself. But I think we know with Reed and probably with Stu also, mm-hmm. you know, deep down they're showmen. I think they like having people hanging on their every word. Yeah, and they like having people cheer for them, and they like feeling important, which mm-hmm. comes with being a, a top line professional athlete. I don't think Dunge cares about any of that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, what do you make of Barsha's return? What do you think? I thought it was good. I mean, the result is whatever. He told me he got really gnarly arm pump because, I mean, dude. Yeah. That was a ridiculous battle. Underrated race, yeah. I feel yeah. like. Yeah. No, there were some good the battles battle going good. on. Yeah. Yep. Right. So he says he got crazy arm pump. But I feel, I almost feel like his starts and the overall level of friskiness, mm-hmm. it seemed a slight bit better. Than what I saw at the first couple rounds, don't you? He yeah. was in that. Well, uh, certainly his his riding up on Dunge there. Woo, yeah, you know. So I mean, I I I ask any fan to tell me what they remember seeing from Barsha at the first four or five rounds. I, I, does anyone remember anything? Is there anything memorable? <laughs> at uh, all? Well, the uh, actually the memorable thing was him going backwards a couple times. Bad, you know. Okay. Which yeah, which was wasn't great, but you know what I mean. That's uh. That's memorable. Right. I just feel like most of his rides at the beginning of the year, he would just mm-hmm. start where he finished, where he started, and just quietly clicked off laps. Yep. Here there was some, some friskiness, some action. I thought it was cool. Um, yeah. No, it was I, a good sign. Yeah, we'll see how he yep. goes for, go, does going forward. Uh, I mean, right now, you know, Dunge, Tomac, you got to figure those guys are going to be there. Obviously, Seeley won the race. Uh, Barsha could get inside the top five in a couple of races. Maybe maybe by Vegas he's okay. Maybe by New York, you know. Um Yep. It's 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 pretty up in the air. Like you said, it was a great it was a great battle back there. Really good battle back yeah. there. Um Yeah, it really shows when you start rolling it out. Um, you know, Anderson and, and uh, Baggett actually got tagged by Millsaps and he went down, so he could have been in it. Um Reed, mm-hmm. Grant's riding well. There's actually quite a good pack of five or six guys who seem pretty pretty evenly matched mm-hmm. speed wise. Yeah. 
No, so absolutely. Kind of cool. One of the things yeah. uh, I think that con- con- contributed to some racing is uh, the, the dirt in Houston. And uh, Matt's got Matt on the phone here on line three. Matt, you want to talk about that dirt? It was pretty good in Houston. That was the best race of the season so far, and it was because of the dirt. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know if it was the best race of the season. I'd have to think about it, but it was pretty good uh, back there. It, well, from 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 sitting on the couch watching it on TV yeah. and like the yeah. battle that was going on at like the middle of the race around lap ten. I mean, there were so many battles going on. I just thought it was great. Yep. No, you're absolutely right. It uh, it was it was pretty gnarly back there, and it, it wasn't the usual Houston dirt. They couldn't use the usual Houston dirt, so they had to get some new stuff, and they threw some sand in there. And it really worked, man. The guys could cut underneath everybody. They could make their own lines, and so, so why not do some more of that? You know. Yeah. Now you you said uh, a bunch of times yeah. that that the uh, the cost of the dirt is is one of the biggest costs in the, or the biggest cost I've, in the production. I've heard races. from I've heard from the track guys that it's the biggest cost that Feld has is dirt. Yep. Okay. So what? I mean, isn't it possible to to uh, why are they building the triples completely out of good dirt? Like, why not? You know, I don't know. I mean, can't they be filled in with something else? I mean, couldn't they even use, like, metal ramps or something and just spread all the dirt around in the turns just for the sake of good racing? Sure. Triples aren't doing anything anyway. No, I agree. And that's why I I don't know how much you read with stuff that I do, but when there's two triples on the track, I'm always like, that's dumb. That's ridiculous. It uses a ton of dirt. They're the easiest obstacles out there. I get that you have one, um, but uh, there's no sense building two. When you you see two triples on on the racetrack, you're just like, ah, track guys got lazy. Track guys got lazy because you don't need it. So uh, yeah. So so why are all the why are all the takeoffs dirt all the way through? Yeah, I don't know. It's a good point. Yeah. What about tabletops? I mean, do you need to have a tabletop literally have dirt thirteen feet deep? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I mean, stuff yeah. something yeah. in there like a container to fill up eight feet of the height so, and then put five feet of dirt on top of that's it. That's the Canadian Arena yeah. Crossway. We used to do that in Canadian <laughs> Arena Cross. Used to be used to be uh, semi truck trailers for landings. Right. But if you put enough dirt over that, would you even notice the difference? Yeah, I doubt it. No. Right. Yeah. It would yeah, work or, and they could save ha- that dirt yeah. or use um use purpose built forms. You know, why use a sea container or something? Why why not make something that's triangular and just stick it in there and cover it in dirt? Just seems like such a waste yeah. and that dirt in the turns made such a difference. I, I agree with you. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for calling, man. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Hobo Nick, what's up? Hey, oh. what's going on? How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. I just pulled over uh, at work listening to you guys, and I pulled over to call in. Oh, sweet. <laughs> uh, so I have two questions, and they're both sort of on the uh, uh, evolution of the sport. And, uh, <clears throat> my first one, are are these bikes getting a lot easier to ride? Because I've been watching the like the classic commentary and just watching the, the body language of these guys riding. It looks like they're just really battling the bikes a lot more. The like you know the '90s and the '80s races and stuff, and now watching guys so smooth. Like even in the in the slow mo during the races, watching those guys through the whoops, it doesn't even look like their body's moving much. It's so. it's four strokes. Is there, is there something two, to that? Two strokes to four strokes. You know, four strokes are yeah. e- easier to ride. They're a lot more powerful. Um, they have they hook up better on slick dirt. It's it's four strokes. That's what's uh, that's what's happened, and and it makes it makes the racing easier for everybody. Yeah. And plus, remember, you know, so then you had two strokes and then you hit this early transition. And, Steve, you worked on one firsthand. I mean, there were obviously some handling issues and overall issues, especially in Supercross with those first four strokes. But clearly they've got all that stuff figured out, too. So you yeah. have four strokes and now really good four strokes. 
Yeah, no. So, the, the way, so look, yeah. at, like we used to at Yamaha, we would we would practically do cartwheels if we could get our bike under two hundred and thirty pounds. The KTM right now is uh, about two seventeen without without two eighteen without anything added. Um, we used to also uh, the rider used to have to wear rose, uh, rosary beads on on offs because the carburetor <laughs> jetting uh, was so sketchy that he was praying to Jesus that it wouldn't kill him. Uh, well, EFI now there now guys don't have to worry at all. The bikes run. Great, no matter what, all the time. So there's been such advances with four strokes from the first four stroke era. So that's really what it is, hobo. Okay, and then on that, um, are we going to start to see a little bit of a transition with the older riders starting to prolong their careers a little bit because of that? Because it seems like um, you know Reed is still so fast, and, and Stewart's going to come back, and you know he's still got that top speed, and those guys are getting older. Do you feel like they're kind of pushing that that age limit of, you know, getting out of the sport? Are we going to start to see a little bit of a shift there? What do you think, Weege? Yeah, I think it's already here. We touched on a little bit how nowadays Stu being 29 doesn't seem that old. And seriously, in 1980s terms, you are beyond done. Like, just the, the carcass is already rotting by age 29. But you know what I think um, is responsible for a lot of that? It's not a four-stroke, two-stroke thing. I think suspension and tracks are just... Those guys in the 80s, they didn't know what they were doing when it came to building jumps, and the bikes were terrible. I mean, you look at how spindly the forks were, and the foot pegs were like the size of my index finger, and the boots were horrible. Um, I even asked Rick Johnson about this. I'm like, if you notice back in the 80s, like RJ, Lachine, uh, Brock Lever, most of the dudes were bigger dudes. Like, Jeff Ward was the exception for being small. Now Jeff Ward is like a normal size. Well, he was still really thick, and, though. Wardy was thick. He's stocky. Yeah, yeah. so in, actually, in actuality, even the small guy then – was stouter than, than today's guy. And I said to RJ, I'm like, what happened there? And he's like, dude, back then, we were just manhandling it. Like, who could hold on to this piece of junk bike and this piece of junk suspension on this piece of junk track better than the other guy? Yeah. That's not really a factor anymore. So I've got to think wrist, ankles, just that type of pounding just doesn't really happen as much anymore. Catastrophic injuries do. Mm-hmm. But I don't think these guys are rolling their ankle every time they land a triple like they probably did in 86. Yeah. Yeah, tracks are definitely built yeah, better, to, too. Just to support what you're saying, we each, it seems like these guys that are retiring now, it's almost the reason that they're retiring is not so much that they're physically tapped out. It's almost more that they're just getting scared. Yeah, or they have, or they have, mil- yeah. or they have millions of dollars in the bank. You know what I mean? And yeah, just, it's just, just not worth right. it. Yeah. So. Right. But also don't rule out there is more money for more people now. I mean, back then it was like if you dropped out of those seven or eight factory rides, yeah. you were on tough racing as a privateer. Why would you even keep doing that? You know, now at Anaheim one, we got twenty guys in the main that are probably legit factory riders. So, why would you retire when the paycheck's still coming? Yep. Thanks, uh, thanks, Hubble. Appreciate it. Yeah, you, you, you going to the race this weekend? Oh, what's that? You going to the race this weekend? Uh, as of now, no. Why? You live up there. Yeah. Well, I'm down in the the Central Valley, so it's a good oh, okay. uh, you know, hundred miles away. Huh, all right. Oh, that's nothing for a motocross fan. Come on, man. Well, we got tickets for you if you want to go. You know what? That's that'd be the deal breaker. If I get some tickets, nice. I'll I'll hook up the hobo mobile and I'll make it out there. All right, stay on hold. We'll give you the tickets courtesy of Infab. Awesome, awesome. Thank you, guys. All right, thanks, hobo. Appreciate it. Dustin, you want to talk about RV? Yeah, hey, uh, I said with um, with how his season. I know it's only a couple rounds in. He's got one win, but do you think if uh, you know, with being such a change from training down here in the state, I know he may not be putting in the full effort that he was here. 
do you think he'll ever look back and say if he doesn't win this championship, or maybe wish he did a little bit something different, or or I mean, just took it a little bit more serious? No, I don't think he cares. Seriously. I mean, I, not even like kind of legacy with all the championships and everything. No. If he cared, he probably would do another Supercross title to you know try yep. to get a fifth straight. Nope. But um, I just wondered if you would have thought that in the past of like maybe if I you know got the one guy to go over and get that world title in the prime. I mean, he career. wants he wants to do it, but Weej, you know him pretty well. I know him pretty well. RV does not concern himself with um, with any of this kind of stuff, legacies, titles. I be- the only reason I think he's really going is because he wanted to quit, and Cowie and Monster wouldn't let him out of his contract. And they said, "Listen, you have one more year left in your contract. You need to race." And he was like, "Okay, I'll do GPS." You know, yeah, and I think we're just lucky enough that he's just so robotically programmed. Like he's not just going to completely mail it in and just do put in no effort and just put in laps. Like he's going to try. I mean, you can even see watching. He is. It's not like he's not trying at all. I don't think if he did care. I think the only regret he would have wouldn't be the effort. I think it's more of the the classic. After one year, I'm sure he's going to look back and think of a million things as far as the bike and the tracks and what he was doing. That he's like, man, now that I've learned all this, it would be better now. Yeah. Um, that's the challenge that he's up against. He's learning on the fly. I don't know. It would be tough, I think, to even replicate what he was doing, even if he had the desire to. Yeah, because of the um, travel and everything over else. There. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I, I don't think it's quite as cut and dry of he's just not uh, uh, trying as hard or not as into it or as motivated as he was. I think, I think he's robotic enough where he can muster that up. Um, I think it's the other things that are preventing him from maybe being the regular RV more than just his, where his heart's at right now. I will literally go to Houston last year. He was checked out at Houston last year. He could not care less about being at a Supercross while well, he was I mean, leading all 20 laps and dominating. Well, I mean, look at the interview with McGrath. I mean, he looked miserable. Like he had, That was the last place on earth he wanted to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. And, um, yeah, I think these guys can just program themselves to just do the effort even when they don't want to. And I just want to ask, is there anything I could do to try to win that flight kinetic here? Pretty good question, huh, Weege? He asked a good question. Dustin? This is a good question. Yeah, it's pretty solid. I like it. Yeah, I yep. like it. All right, stay on hold. You win. Fly Kinetic Gear. Awesome. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, thank you. Uh, Dustin wins the Fly Kinetic Gear. Rockstar Brandon, Fly Kinetic Gear, asking about a monster oh. rider. Oh. Asking about the monster oh. rider. Um, I, do have a, I do have some Fly Kinetic Gear myself, not the Rockstar stuff. but uh, Right. Um, I, I, have a, I have a friend that works over there, and he said, what kind of gear would you like? And I said, whatever Brayton's got. That's all that matters, right? That's it. Yes. yes. Um, do you have your has your stance on Villapoto changed? Um, do you think he's going to win this title? What do you have you have you changed it? Yeah. All? Have you, um, about you know it? what? No, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna vary yet. I think it's okay. I mean, I'm still looking at he's there's what four guys that are really in the hunt for this right now. Right I'm, now, I'm yeah. But Paul Hind is not showing. I think what we expected, but who knows? Um, but right now, it's really four guys. It looks like, and I'm thinking, hey. He's right in the mix. He's 1-1. They're all very close in general, it seems. And I would think those guys are doing what they already know how to do. There's a potential that he's going to get a lot better as he figures it out. The only thing I am worried, if, if I shouldn't say the word worried, the, uh, the biggest threat, I think, is there is a chance that we probably haven't seen the best of Caroli yet either. No, right? yep, yep. So that's the thing to keep in mind. He, he plays the long game so well. So there's a chance that, you know, I, I, obviously, Villapoto is going to get a lot better if he figures all this stuff out. But mm-hmm. I don't think he's breaks the real Corolla yet uh, either. But I, I still say he's right in the hunt four times, already won a race. That's pretty good. I mean, he's what ten percent. If he gets ten percent better, he's going yeah. to win a lot. Yep. No, absolutely. 
No? All right. Uh, let's get to uh, Mike. What's up, man? What's going on? Yo, Steve, Wade, Weed, what's going on? Hey, uh, hey, man, you're like a you're like a sailor. In the first five five minutes of calls, you blew the load already. I was calling for the tickets, but aside from that, in Levi Stadium's a new stadium. Are they going to tra- truck all that dirt down thirty miles to Levi Stadium in order to because uh, that, or are they going to get new dirt that's uh, going to uh, change the races? And then, with that said, what do we look for for this week, uh, this race? Because it's already won. The uh, the dirt question is good. Yeah, do they use the same Oakland dirt? It is a dirt? good one. Yeah, I never thought about that. Thirty, 30 miles. I mean, I'm right here in uh, Saratoga, which is you know ten minutes away. But you know, where are they where are they going to get the dirt from? Let me ask you this. Mm. I, I don't know, but let me ask you this, Mike. Uh, Oakland attendance was pretty weak. Do yeah. we do we see weak Santa Clara or do we see strong Santa Clara? Because all of you people on that side of the bay didn't want to go over to the incredibly nice Oakland Stadium. I, honestly, I think it's going to be be weak. I'm struggling with it. I was trying to win the tickets because I got a family. Uh, there's five of us, and I was looking at prices, and it's awfully expensive to go. You know, and yeah. um, granted, Levi is a new stadium. You might get a better attendance, but right. I think it's going to be weak. Just um, you know, partly because a lot of guys like myself are going. Honestly, the only reason I would go is to see you, you guys, and Adam. I helped support Adam through Wanda, but mm-hmm. I mean that's my only wow. real reason at this point to go because I want to see wow. possibly you guys and Adam. But aside from that, you know it's it's pricey. <laughs> I was looking cheapest ticket I found was eighty bucks. Seriously, save your, save your money. I'm not worth it. I'm not. Weege isn't worth it. There's no Weege would be mad if you spent money to go see him. Weege would be oh mad. well. No way. I I I'm, love I'm you guys. I love the show. <laughs> First time callers. Matter of fact, I I was in uh, Vegas this weekend. Nice city on the strip. Outside of that, we had to go get food somewhere. Man, it's pretty seedy out there. Well, it depends on where you go. Yeah, that's what, I was, that's if, what I've been told. So. If you head north, yeah, it new gets dirt, a little though. I, that's, the, that's the biggest question. Is there going to be new dirt or not? Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. Tell Hobo Nick, if I see those, those tickets on Craigslist, I'm going to hunt them down. Yeah, Hobo. <laughs> better, you better go. Um, yeah, you know what? Honestly, um, it's a good question about the dirt. I guess we'll see. Um, I, I would think. Well, I'm going to tell the folks at Phil that we help sell tickets. Yeah, there we go. Just do that. Absolutely. Hey, give you. Put us on the, I would honestly, put us on the billboard would, or the local commercial. Put you on the billboard. Yeah, get some money from those yeah. fuckers because that's the reason we're coming to see is, is the jerkies. Wow. Well, if, and and Wow. Yeah, and the seven Big deuce three. deuce. Right, exactly. And the yeah. seven double deuce. If you that told, guy's killing it. If you told Weege that you spent money to come see him, he would be very upset because he does not like spending money. I know. Not for nothing. Yeah, I would I would feel guilty. Like, yeah. I, would, I, would, yeah. I would pay you back. Or... <laughs> just, yeah. just pay All him right. back. Thanks, hey, man. Great show. I love it. Thank you. Thanks. Appreciate it. Before Thanks. we let you go, uh, before we let you go, yeah. Weege, um, yep. thoughts on the new Star Wars trailer? There's another one? It's good. The new trailer is really good. When will we live in a world that doesn't have a Star Wars or some sort of Marvel comic superhero or Batman movie coming out? Will, there, will, I, will I ever be able to open the blinds and look out the window? Like, I just live in hiding trying to avoid these things. Good Lord. Man, it's it's good. You got to check it out. I know you'll be there opening night. I remember the era. The I got to mark down that it was a great era in my life. What was it like nineteen say eighty two through like ninety seven, where there were no Star Wars? Yeah, and you actually had to write like oh, a, the good old. You days. had to like write original movies and scripts and like original thoughts and all that kind of like you had to really like. <laughs> like now, like, exactly. Like now, it's just remakes and comics and sequels of the comic remake. Yeah, no, you're right. It's, it's good, good though. Point. Hey, um, oh, I'm sure. 
We were supposed to maybe get a press release. I was hoping by Showtime for this news that you and I kind of stumbled on. Yeah. Yep. But we didn't. But, not yet. Uh, not yet. Yep. But uh, we should check it out. Well, it's going to be interesting. It's going to throw a little bit of a wrench into things, no doubt. You would think. You would think it has to be known by Saturday. So. Yeah. Got yeah. At some point. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. All right. Thanks, Weech. Or Appreciate maybe you're just full of it. You could just be full of it. Maybe nothing's happening. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I made it all up. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, thanks, Weege. Thanks for coming right, on the Fly Racing Moto 60 show. Next time I see you, I owe you some money for all this kind of stuff you do for me. So let, let me know. So you can go. I know. The last time we saw each other was in Daytona. I'll I know. In New Jersey. Oh, it's money. been so long. All right, buddy. See ya. <laughs> see ya. See ya. JT. Oh. Did you see the new Star Wars trailer? I haven't watched it yet. I've been working. I've what? on my list. I do. I've been working. Sorry. Dude. Go watch it right now, and I'll just talk for a little bit. Oh, no. Because I, I want to have my phone. I can't do both. Call back. <laughs> I'll get to it, I promise. It's ridiculous. Wygant says he's... When's the release date? I don't know. Wygant oh. says he hasn't seen it, though. He's not... Didn't seem like he was <laughs> Shocker. all that... He wasn't all that interested into it, so... Uh, flyracing.com, Fly Racing Sector Boots, now out. The 7 Deuce Deuce running these things. Slip-on inner booty, torsion control system. This is Fly Racing's entry into the premium off-road boot. It's got everything you need uh, with all the features and tech you've come to expect from all the Fly Racing stuff. And uh, So check it out, $439.95. And uh, like I said, it's got everything you need. And Aventineps running it. And uh, this is a high-end boot to go with the uh, new Fly Racing spring gear that just launched. And of course, uh, NFAB. Light up the night with NFAB light mounting solutions or get their step systems or light mounting solutions. N-Fab.com. Proud sponsors of Pike, Barsha, Nicoletti on the GAGR Auto Trader team. N-Fab.com. Great guys down there. We gave away a set of Rockstar Kinetic gear earlier. Gave away two pairs of tickets. Two tickets to, uh, I should say, just two tickets to Santa Clara this weekend. So, JT, a guy called in with a really good question. He had two, two really good questions. I'll ask you them. Yep. Um, number one. Will they use the same dirt as Oakland for this race? I would say no. I, I would say not. no only only because I I saw pictures from them putting the dirt in the stadium for Monster Jam, and it looked it looked different. So okay, I'm going to say no. Will the attendance be better or worse than Oakland because it was better? better? You think yeah. that the people around that area, San Fran, Santa Clara, they're not traveling to Oakland, right? Because they have, well, they have just, this race? Well, it's just a – I'm not even hating on the Raiders at all. It's just a nicer area. Uh, it's, and I think there's more uh, – it, it's a more well-to-do area, so people have money to spend on a Saturday night to go to an event. Okay. Uh, the weather's going to be significantly better. Yep. And, uh, it's going to be 80, 80 degrees on Saturday. So it's just going to be a much more inviting environment. So I think I think it'll do really well. Plus, everyone wants to go to a new stadium all the time. High of ninety one. I checked earlier. So no, it's, I, I'm here now. It's it's going to be eighty two like the rest of the weekend. I'm already here. Hmm. All right. I I agree to disagree. Okay. Um, you're uh, you're there already. Okay. All right. Hey. Yep. Uh, uh, the third question that this guy had. Um, so I'll throw another one in there. What's he? He's on the fence about going. What's he got to look forward to if he goes? <laughs> well, I think, you know, like I said, like I just said, anytime there's a new venue, it's pretty awesome. Uh, it you're is. going to have – what's that? It is. You're right. The, the, the stadium, yeah, you're going to have state-of-the-art. Really cool. Yeah, state-of-the-art amenities. The concessions are going to be amazing. Uh, there's always just kind of an excitement with the new venue because, let's face it, a lot of these places we've been going to for the last 25 years, you know, so – 
uh, I just I just think it's cool. I know for you and and I, uh, if we're excited about something and going to a new stadium, if I'm excited about going to an event at this part of the season, it's it's got to be pretty decent. So mm-hmm. uh, great weather, great stadium. Um, you know, first time for you know San Jose Supercross since what the early '90s. So, uh, yeah, what's, what's not to love? Catch the fever. <laughs> so, you're selling it so well. Um, I am. I'm on self payroll. Okay. First of all, okay, Paul. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, Han Solo's in the new trailer, too, by the way. It's really good. Um, uh, wow. Uh, hey, so a couple questions here. Weston Pike, do you, you know his contract situation with uh, JGR? I do. What What is I his do. deal? Is, is, is it, was it a one year? He's up. Yeah, okay. he's up. Yeah, they basically like they were like like Coy Gibbs told me. I I got my guy. They get, and Yamaha could they want they want they went for Tickle. They went after Wilbur. Yamaha really said, "Hey, can you hire Pike?" They said, "Sure." Um, he's paying off for them in spades, no doubt. Do you think he stays there? Do they go? At, would, I do. Would you go after him again? I, I think I would. Right. No, absolutely. absolutely. I, I've you know I don't. It's not my place to say officially, but I've been told by both sides that. Uh, they want to keep him, and Weston wants to stay. So I, yep. I fully expect him to be there again. I would think those talks are probably ongoing now. So um, good job. Yeah, the last I heard, they hadn't made an official offer, but they were kind of going back and forth a little bit. Yeah, Start, yeah. The, the talks were starting. Right, right. No, that's good. Yeah. But why? Why would you not? You know, why if you're him or them, mm-hmm. why would you? Why would both sides not want to get it done? The only thing is, is he would want too much money. He would think he, him and his agent, or him and his dad, or whoever he's got would think he's worth too much. You know, that spot is only paying X amount of dollars. You know, so that's all. And I, I think he'll get a raise. Oh, I for sure. I think Yamaha oh, absolutely. Would, would support that. You know, why would they not? I mean, they're getting results out of him. At this point, Barsha has been a bust. And, and sure, he could turn that around. He's been hurt. So mm-hmm. it's not really fair for me to say that. But if you're just looking on paper, it hasn't panned out mm-hmm. thus far. Yeah. So why would, you know... On any on any level, unless they just come in at some outrageous number, why would they not do everything possible to make that happen? Well, if he's got an agent, they'll come in with an outrageous offer because our agents aren't always the smartest dudes in the room in our sport. Yeah, I, I think from talking to, from hearing the conversations that I've heard, it didn't seem too outrageous. It seemed like something that would be manageable yeah. and and you know a raise, but nothing just you right. know obscene yep. because I think that they've been down this road before. And they've tried to, you know, blow people out of out of the water with as Western's values increased, and they kind of got left hanging on some deals because they did that. Yeah. So uh, I think at this point, he's going to make a lot of money. Uh, I think he's he does really well on that motorcycle, and it seems like he fits in with those guys. Uh, it seems like he's got a smile on his face more than ever before. So uh, told, I think all the me, way around. He told me this weekend that he hated me. So. Oh, maybe you, but just in general. He seems like he's in a better mood uh, on that program than he, than he has been before. So. Right, right. Um, do you know what's up with Alessi? Is he coming back for Supercross? I, I saw him I back on the so. bike. I mean, I, I know you're not in you're not in tight with those guys, like uh, you know, some maybe some other reporters or media guys. But have you heard anything? I, I have not. Tony and I haven't talked. So um. I haven't talked to him, but at the same time, I've seen him riding outdoors. Right. So yeah. I. Really, really don't expect him to come back. Right. What what would be the upside at this point? I you know, don't. Genova doesn't have any product to market. He's not like stressing about having a guy out there. Yeah. So um, I, I think at this point they're fully focused on whatever outdoor championships that they that they are chasing. We're supposed to hear today about Kenny Roxon. 
whether he's racing, you you don't believe he will be. And I think I'm no, leaning, I, I think no. I'm leaning towards your. Haven't seen him on a Supercross track yet, so. Right, can can he do it does, that way? You will. Kenny does like social media, so you think if he was on yeah, a Supercross I mean, track, we've seen him riding every day, but he hasn't been on a Supercross track, so that would tell me that. Right. Uh, and I, I've got a little bit of inside info last weekend that sponsors were indeed pushing to get him back. There were there was quite a bit of that I heard. Uh, Soaring Eagle and Dodge, and, and I don't know specifically who it was, but I would assume it was the big players. They were pushing pretty hard to get him back out there, uh, but everyone else was kind of on the other side, so it was a little bit of a struggle, like an right. internal team struggle. Right. Uh, Josh Grant's been riding well lately for uh, for Chad and um, Team 2-2. Yeah. One-year deal? You guys inside the top five last week. Yeah, one-year deal for him? I'm not sure. I haven't heard... Uh, any talks at all from from that camp? So that that leads me to believe he's got a two year deal. I know Chad has another year, right? So I would think that JG has another year, but I, I can't confirm that. Twenty sixteen should be Chad Reed's last year racing. He, what we think, and I, I would I am almost positive that it's only Supercross next year as well, right? Seven zero two five eight six pulp seven zero two five eight six seventy five seven. You got a question for Jason Thomas on the uh, fly race in Moto sixty shell presented by Infab. Let's go to Benny. Benny, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Nice. Hey, JT, I had a question. First off, let me say, that, dude, Fly has made just leaps and bound gains over the last I don't know five six years. I used to think that it was some of the more uglier gear out there, but some of the stuff they've put out the last few years is top-notch, so good for you guys. Yeah, thanks, and I, I, I honestly can't really argue that, that at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. I well, uh, I, you know, I, I have, and I was You like arguing, too, so it, it says something. <laughs> uh, but, JT, I had a question. I have a pair of the TCX Pro 2 or whatever they're called, and, dude, they look Point the exact one, yep. same as the fly boots. Yep, and the reason for that is because other than a few small changes here and there uh shin badges a little bit of uh the burn guard different but that's okay that's, we're running their chassis so uh it actually our, okay. our boot actually says t6 2.1 crow on it you're running their chassis oh. i like that i like that move you're running the chassis <laughs> yeah this right, is, well, uh, i love, I love the boot so i'm sure the fly ones are great well yeah benny when you're yeah, no, when, when your tx you know, like tcx said, is we, wear out we made some, we made some minor adjustments while we I, I like it. I feel their improvements um, just from what they had, stuff that we could change without completely redesigning the boot. Uh, but we really liked it. We tested basically everyone's boot out there. Uh, we found, you know, that one was one we could hit the price point we wanted to be in, and they were very, very easy to work with, and it's been success so far. Awesome. Well, I give it two thumbs up. So thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks, thanks Benny. Appreciate it. A um, couple other things we'll touch on. Big rumors in the pits the last few weeks, JT, that uh, Christoph Porcel might be riding for Mitch Payton. Um, both mm-hmm. of us heard from different sources, I think, this past weekend that, that that's probably that's probably off now. That's what I've, that's what I've heard, yeah. yeah. Um, I heard that both sides were, were trying to make it happen, but for different reasons. Uh, you know, there's so many so much politics that goes into it, and, and basically you have to come up with budget. You know, this, this move wasn't planned for when you do your yearly budget, so... Uh, I heard it was a lot about money and a lot about it being too late in the year and, yeah. and Christoph really not having any testing or being ready at this point to 
make a huge financial investment like that. Yeah, I heard that he said that he'll, he's been riding and he's going to train and he's going to get ready. And then they checked in with him and he's like, "Yeah, I still haven't done anything." And they're like, "It's too late. Yeah. It's too late." You know, so right to spend a bunch of money. I think if they could get him for free, they would just you know say, "Okay, we got to get with it. We got a crunch time." But yeah. I don't think he was looking to ride for free. I mean, say what you want about him. Um, you know, it, it didn't end. Another, he had another problem with the team. It didn't end well over there at the Valley team. But the guy won a race, uh, was top qualifier, what eight times out of twelve or ten out of twelve. And um, Oakley bombs are spread around the airports <laughs> everywhere. So, you know, it, Mitch Mitch needs that because Adam Cincerillo is coming back, but he should be good. We know these riders don't lose a lot of their skills over being injured, but it's been a long time. I would not want to put all my eggs in Adam Cincerillo coming back to being the guy. Yeah, I think they have some back. You know, I think they have some backup plans with Savachi, and I'm not sure what Tonus' status is, but mm-hmm. you've got to think if Mitch is looking at winning a title this summer, Adam's his hope, right? That's uh, the way I see it. I mean, Savachi came on last year, but he is going to take a step of being, you know, a top five guy now every time. You know, he's not going to win yeah, the title. Yeah, I mean, he, I don't see Savachi as an outdoor title for it right now. Right. I don't see that. He so, could surprise me, and I will eat crow, but I don't see that. No, nah, he, he's going to get better, but he's got to take a couple sure. steps yet to get up there. You know, you yeah, got, exactly, you know, exactly. you got Cooper Webb, Jeremy Martin, um, Marvin Muscan. Ooh, Marvin. Yeah, from what we've seen out of those guys this year, and for, you know, to look at Martin last year, I don't see Savachi on that level just yet. Maybe he gets a podium here and there, but we're talking about winning a title. A different story. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, but Adams, I, you know, Adams got to be the guy they're looking at to do it, and that's a lot of pressure for a guy who hasn't raced mm-hmm. since last summer, other than one time, and he got injured in that one race. Yep. Um, Jason Anderson uh, is not uh, not making a lot of friends out there. What do you think happens? Does anything happen? Does Does Anderson Does Anderson get some payback, or what do you think? And these guys are going to do? I think so, but it's it's. This happens quite a bit. Guys get into little spats. And we saw it with Chad and Tomac, and, and yeah. it happens with guys a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's always situational because your number one goal coming into the weekend is not to get payback. It's to get a good result. So if you don't see the guy or you don't, you aren't near him, yeah, whatever, I'll get him next time. You know, So it's, it's always one of those things where he's going to get you know, paid back, and there probably will be some altercation. I just don't know that it'll necessarily be this weekend. It could be in New York. It could be at Vegas. Yeah. It could be at Hangtown. Yeah. It's just one of those things where Chad and, and Pike and all these guys who felt wronged, when they see him, they're going to remember. You know, yeah. whether it's a yeah. month from now, they're like, oh, there's that guy. Yep, it's on. You know, it's just one of those things where it's got to be the right time and place because there's 20, you know, 20 other guys besides you two out there that sometimes you just never even get close to the person. Yeah, and again, like you said, this isn't a huge deal. Uh, it happens all the time. And, you know, what I would like to see, though, is Barsha and Anderson get together and just watch that, just watch that, those two guys try to make a Husky and a Yamaha meld into one big chunk of metal. Well, I think Pike and Anderson are going to do a really good job of that. <laughs> I, I feel like that's a really good, yeah. nice setup we have going on here. Yep. And then Chad, honestly, if Chad wants to be dirty, he can. He just doesn't do it very often. So. Yeah. You know, we've seen it with Ricky and Stewart and back when that was pretty nasty. But I think the the biggest problem for Anderson, he's got such a gauntlet to avoid. You know, there's really no safe haven out there 
regardless of what groupie or, you know, what, what right. rider sees around, you got to kind of watch it back. <laughs> no, I know. And it harkens back to a conversation Kehoe told me he had with Barsha in 250 days where he told Justin, look, dude, no one's going to help you. Everyone wants to get you, even the, sm- the slower guys that you're cutting off because you're lapping yep. them and you're being, dick- you're being a dick to them. you got to have some friends out there. Like, it's okay, yeah, to- well, it's okay to feud with a couple guys, but you can't feud yeah, with you know, five guys. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. I, was, uh, I was having this conversation this week with a couple people, and uh, it, I went back to looking at Arena Cross, mm-hmm. and you never, ever, ever saw Josh Demas when he was in his title-winning years. He never ran into people. He never made enemies. He never took people out. Yeah. And I, I look at Orion Dungey now, same thing. He doesn't take people out. He never has people looking for revenge on him. You know, when, when people need to make a pass, they always leave him room because they don't hate him. You know, so there's some definitely something to be said for that. Right. Uh, it's just hard to get through a whole series consistently if you have a bunch of people gunning for you. Right, right. Um, you're absolutely right. And, and you don't see these guys, that doesn't happen to these guys at, at the top. No, they, they, just, they just make better decisions. Yeah. They're wise. James had some guys, but he was so much faster than a lot of dudes. So you couldn't really catch him, you know? Some dudes yeah, and did, I think. Like 125 he, days. He guys was didn't, fortunate with that. Guys didn't like the way he, he rode in 125 days. But it's like, yeah, go right. ahead and try to do something because you can't catch yeah, him. Like Tedes- yeah, you're right. Tedesco and those guys, they're, they're definitely were people yeah. that were looking for an angle on him. Unfortunately, when he was just gone by the time they got – when they got to the end of the turn to hit him, he was already gone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess uh, it's good work if you can find it. But Right, right, right. Um, hey, you had heard um, you'd, you'd heard early um, – that Mookie might be doing outdoors for 450 Geico, I can, I can, t- can confirm that he's not. I don't know where you heard that from, but definitely he's not. He's going to stay on the sidelines okay. all summer. So, um, Yeah, and I, I heard, and, and I know we had that conversation on Monday, but I heard, I don't know, we'll see. I know he said he didn't, and I, but I heard this weekend or last weekend that it was going to happen. So we'll see. I, I, yeah. you know, it's none of my business, and I don't really have a vested interest in it. No, so of course we'll not. see how it plays out. No, it's part of having sources and talking to different people or whatever. So yeah. uh, I'm pretty confident that he's not going to, which, uh, which is, uh, should be interesting to see. Now, you think uh, Tomac is already done deal Cowie next year. That's, that's kind of your, your thinking. Um, I don't know if the ink's dry, yeah. but I think for all intents and purposes and what will happen, uh, sure, I, I do think Right, so, yes. yeah, you think he'll end up at green next year. So that should be interesting to see. That'll be that'll be good. Uh, does Cole Seeley win another race? Three more left? <sighs> Obviously, you know, you can't, you know, so. I think, uh, I think so. I think so. I think it will either be this weekend or in Vegas. I don't think he wins New York, and I don't have a lot of logic to back that up. I just have a hunch. I think that the, uh, this terrain this weekend, I think it'll be hard and mm-hmm. a little bit hard and slippery, which favors him. And then of course, Las Vegas is, is similar to that. I think that he does well in that condition and, and coming off a high. Um, but I, I think New York will be more positive traction and, and he'll still do well, but I think his, yeah. his chances are this weekend or Vegas. Do we see, Anaheim-ish dirt this weekend, or a little bit. I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think it's warm, which uh, you know we don't get a lot of hot Supercross, uh, yeah. and everyone knows that what the sun and the heat does to you know Adobe clay. Yeah, which it's right now it's just sitting in the sun baking. So yeah. yeah, I think it will be. I think it'll be hard and slippery on Saturday night. Which won't make for great, great racing. Yeah, so. I mean it, it just depends. Right. You know, I, th- I think it'll depend on who gets good starts because. Mm-hmm. 
you could have the best track in the world, but if Dungey gets out front, the racing's going to suck. Right. Can tell you that right, right, you know, right in front. The uh, BTOSports.com VIP program. Uh, you got guys for this weekend. You're all good. Dialed in. Yeah, yeah. I have a few. I still have a few spots open, uh, but definitely have guys. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it's been what really, about, really successful this year. What about uh, New York and uh, Vegas? Are they sold out of their spots? Yeah, I think there's a couple for New York, but Vegas is yeah, Vegas sold out like months and months ago. Right. So. Right. But yeah, man, it's been great. It's it's been a learning process for me as the years have gone on. And I think the the program's gotten better and better as I've learned with it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we uh, obviously owe you a big thanks as far as uh, getting the word out, and and obviously all the VIPs that have taken part in it. Uh, I hope they hopefully they've enjoyed it, and I've definitely enjoyed getting to meet everyone. Okay, one race left. Uh, McElrath eight back of Osborne for runner up in two fifty West. That's where we're at. We talk about the runner up battle. Does he get him? Right. Does Osborne hold on? One race left, eight points. I don't think it happens. Uh, you know, McElrath's going to need something to happen, basically, uh, to crash, like with Mookie and Osborne in the heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to need something like that because the way the field is, with Bowers dropping out and, and guys are just not showing up, basically, that makes life yeah. tougher and tougher. Nelson's out. The gap, so. Nelson's out um, you know, yeah. as well. He, so. He's just going to need a crash, basically, to, to do anything with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, that's a solid result for Osborne. I mean, to get second in the series, oh, yeah. I don't know that I would have picked him to be second in the series. And I know he's, he's had things go his way. Yeah. You, know, you can't predict injuries, but I, I don't think on paper, if you well, put it in front of me, that's who I would have picked. Well, and then too, he's had things go against him with his thumb, you know, so he's fought through yep. that too. So yeah, good yep. job by Zach for sure. And the, uh, rockstar Husky team, uh, if he does indeed get second and McElrath, can't you see McElrath being kind of a, a maybe podium, Guy outdoors, top five. He's a hard worker. He's kind of coming on yep. a little bit. So yeah, I think so. I, I honestly, uh, I've heard some buzz around that kid. Uh, some some teams are after him um, to move up because he's a bigger kid. Yep, yep. So yeah, I be, I think good things are in his future. He'll There's, be four. The right people are looking to to hire that kid. He'll be four fifty in New York too. So I get a chance at that. Yep. So should be. Interesting. I have a strong feeling he'll be 450 sooner than later. Right, right. Yeah, should be interesting to see. All right, buddy. Thanks again as usual. Go watch the Star Wars trailer. Seriously, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, right, right away. Right now because it's epic. <laughs> and uh, thanks, right. thanks for uh, coming on Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. All right, see you guys. See ya. Jason Thomas as usual filling our brains full of information. Jason Wygant too. Tits, congratulations again on Ryan Dungey's title. Really appreciate that. Thank you. Second Super Supercross title. Yep. Got to feel good. Record holder, man. Got to feel good. Uh, Fly Race and Moto 60 Show presented by NFAB. Thanks, everybody, for calling in. Thanks, for everybody, for listening. We're off next week. We will not be having a show next week. But we'll be back the week after that, and then after Vegas, we'll do a wrap-up show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. See ya. See ya.